Hey, welcome to the TVA Podcast with comedian Todd Van Allen and me, Darcy Fyan. This show is not work safe, not family friendly, and not to be taken seriously. Seriously. Welcome, folks, to the TVA Podcast. We are not only without Darcy again. Darcy was going to be with us, but uh, pulled out sick at the last moment. Always safer to pull out. Always safer to pull out. Uh, I know you're a Catholic. And... um, Paul so, Paulzoni, what am I? <laughs> hey, what am I kidding? Hey. Hey. hey, so yeah, I guess we're continuing with Italian week because uh, <laughs> last week uh, we had uh, Frank Spadone. Yes, mm-hmm. and uh, we did say I did promise that uh, I feel sorry. Uh, my apologies go out to uh, Kevin Gazier, who I interviewed last week, who is the hosting at uh, Absolute last week. Yes. Uh, and we had the audio files, everything was going to go, and then you gave me an emergency call. JP did. I did. I did. Uh, just let me set the stage. Of course, uh, I have two-thirds of the theme song writing uh, band that has uh, come out and, and blessed the TVA podcast with their sounds. Joseph Paulsoni to my immediate left. Say hello, Joe. Hello, hello. And Malcolm Gilderdale across from him. Oh, hello. And here we are all, all speaking into the H4, and uh, I guess we'll see how this uh, this sounds out. Darcyless H4. Ooh, Darcyless yeah, I H4. Wanted to, I miss double scotch Darcy. Mm. So much so, let's, let's take I, the side trip you so actually had. So much so that I had, I put in a new... New uh, ice tray of ice, because I know he likes it on the rocks. Um, mm-hmm. I have a bottle of, well, it's not exactly scotch, I'm sorry, but it was rye, but I figured, you know. Right. It, at least there'd be something. The fucking amber liquid. Yes. yes. Come on. Is rye is amber? essentially double scotch anyway. Arguably. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, sorry. I'm just, I'm just glad he's not butterscotch, Darcy, because that would just make him a fet. Mm. And, uh, and effeminate. Potentially. Yeah, effeminate. No. Butterscotch? Butterscotch? I don't know. Who it drinks shots cute. of butterscotch? Yeah, cute. I guess so. I guess that so. butterscotch right. liqueur, too. Yeah. I don't know if you oh, that's just gay. It's horrible. Yeah, it's so, little, that is yeah. just gay. So, uh, so we're here in... Uh, this is my first time in your apartment, Welcome. JP. This is fantastic. Welcome, man. Uh, we did a quick little tour of uh, your office bedroom... Uh, and then cl- you got your closet there, your, your kitchen, a lot of good vinyl. I love lots seeing that. Yeah, yeah. Reach the beach by the fix. Awesome. <laughs> yes. You Classic. are fantastic. Right beside Fleetwood Mac's Rumors. <laughs> it's alphabetical. I know, of course it would be. <laughs> I, w- I would have done it autobiographical. Be. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So uh, difficult. Chronologically. by all at the same time. Though, so. And I yeah. got, uh, the thing is, when I, when I started my vinyl, I, it was my mom's dance studio that that when when they sort of like closed down or whatever she gave me all the vinyl that was in there right so and and actually i've gotten rid of probably at least half of that i've gotten rid of right i, I threw out boxes of vinyl threw it out i, I gave it away i've, I've got I a, took all the wham i've got yeah. a ton no, no you do yeah. not but, i still have yeah. but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the fucking culture club i have my finger on right now you're holding on the the esteem that i used to have has now eroded away <laughs> so there's a lot of things in there that i'm you know i don't really well. necessarily listen to but like what do you need billy ocean yeah with yeah, george michael Michael's yeah, faith in there, right nearby Glenn Miller. You Dude. f. Oh, I think you just pretty much named all of our influences. Jesus Christ. Uh, that yeah. well, that if takes care of that question I had for you guys. <laughs> yes, so before we get uh, in in into you guys too deeply, I just want to send out uh, apologies to uh, Kevin. I'll be doing a, a disclaimer at the beginning of his show because we actually said it was eighty three, but this is eighty three. This is going to be number eighty three. Woo! Woo-hoo. Uh, Todd, it's episode eighty one. Due to now, let me explain to everyone how this happened. First of all, Kevin Gaz here once again. Get you on as soon as we can. Sorry, Kevin. Uh, Sorry, Kevin. It's all right because we had a bit of an emergency <coughs> emergency call on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, which was you giving me a shout saying, um, 
that you guys have a show coming up at the Elmacom. Well, no, no, sorry, Sneaky D's. Sneaky D's. Pimp that a little bit. A little summary. Who's uh, on that? What time? We had a. Uh, we were looking for a weekend gig for ages, and just got this one kind of last minute, which mm-hmm. is why you got the emergency phone call. And um, we are. This is our first headlining show ever. So mm-hmm. I mean, you were at the first show right. ever. We're better. Oh, you weren't bad then. Thanks. We're better. Yeah, okay. So, uh, and then we had uh, one of Malcolm's good friends uh, has a great band called Thrill Harmonic. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're going to be playing before us. And uh, do we have the... Uh, we don't. Uh, the third band has now canceled. Okay, so uh, we're two bands. Okay. We got two bands, and we're gonna have a little acoustic show beforehand. Uh, Great. Our friends Jonathan Hunter and a guy whose name I don't know are going to be playing <laughs> uh, a beautiful, beautiful set. Uh, I have actually heard them before. But okay. Although I didn't learn his name. Uh, right. They're very good. Mr. X, we can call him. Sure, absolutely. Hey. Doctor X. Well, what if it's uh, what if it's American Bandages guy, Nasty Slash, Ooh. nameless guy, mm. right there? They uh, have a, a shrine. To him at Strattinger's in Leslieville. We uh, really the uh, the episode that we had uh, Joy Chargy yeah on we did at the top of uh, uh, Strattinger's, which is like this kind of very kind of seedy bar, but still kind of cool. And they had this little shrine because I guess this is uh, Nash Slash is local. <laughs> this is where he goes. So if you wow. guys want to know the story and see the diorama that is Nash the Slash, and including do. FM. I used to mow lawns to that guy's album. American wow. Bandages I had in my Walkman, 1984. Walkman. Fantastic. I love oh, Walkman. What? Man, I still have my Walkman. Yeah, yeah. I, I still have mine, too. Yeah. I still have mine, too. I, I got cassettes in the bathroom right there. <laughs> right. Oh, definitely. Right. Yeah. I yeah. use paper. Mm. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, so you've got that show, and this is actually this is it's actually kind of a funny thing. Well, let me get off of this for a second. Okay. Uh, we said, you know, in the many times I've been down at the Old York, and and you have, you know, done your duty and called in so many times. Malcolm, you get to call bad man. Um, Batman. But um, but we have always said that you know the second you guys had a show you wanted to pimp, we would have you on the podcast. And so I'm glad you called. And I'm glad we could actually fit you in on this. Uh, much to the expense of Kevin, but fuck it. He's in Montreal. What the Seriously. hell's he gonna do? Nothing. No. Sit back. Yeah, fry. Actually, he's English. Oh, no, he's an English guy. Well. Uh, so, um, so this is also interesting. Okay, so you uh, made reference to your first show, which was great, by Thanks. the way. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Now, Alan Lewis was drumming, drumming with you at that point. Yes. 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 Okay, and he'll be drumming with you again. Yes. Yes. Fantastic. Um, the the band that came on before you. Do you remember oh who they were? God, yeah. Uh, you know the name, right? I do. I bought the album. Mm. Oh, oh, what are they called? Oh. Uh, statues. No, what was it? Yeah, human yeah. statues. Human, human statues. statues. Yes. Yeah. yes, they were great. Yes. Hilarious. And very, the same night fun. that you guys are playing, they are playing at the Foggy oh, Dew. No way. Dead fucking serious. Come on. They're playing at the Dew? They're playing at the Dew. Oh, I my could God. not believe it. I'm coming back from Thunder Bay. I will be now. I got uh, see. I would love to see if I could choreograph I both of can. these things together because you guys are gonna be on late. Right? We are. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll be on around uh, uh, midnight ish. Yes, midnight ish. Yeah. That being said, you don't want to miss the thrill harmonic. No, 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 no. But no, no, no. I understand if you're if you're going ah, around. You know, I'm gonna be home anyway, so maybe if they come on at ten. I can see a little bit of that, oh, yeah. and then I book it. Book it to your place. So yeah, yeah. No, I mean that'll uh, work out. Okay. 
So well, wow, I can't believe they're it's weird. Crazy. It's yeah. weird. Those guys are amazing. They're great. I wish we could so steal them from the Fungadoo and oh, that uh, would be really pull them good. over. But I feel the Fungadoo would uh, hate us. Yeah. And they'd probably pay a lot better. But yeah. let me let me say this uh, a little bit because I'm just uh, this is me rifling through my keys. I just want to make sure that we're actually still recording because I gave Darcy shit one time. Yeah, we are. The hey. oh, beautiful. I gave Darcy shit one time because he forgot to hit record. It was actually during Joy's. Oh, 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 oh. It was during it was during Joy's Park uh, uh, podcast. Oh, fuck, that was a Freudian slip. The podcast, <laughs> uh, Jimmy Pardo, is, it's basically the touchstone of all of these types of right, okay. right, love right. podcasts. So uh, he calls it the podcast for Jimmy Pardo, and ours is a really pale imitation of that. <laughs> the so, Toddcast? The Toddcast, you know, uh, initially that is what Darcy wanted to call it. Really? And then a quick Google told him that there's 58,000 other wow. Todd assholes out there with a Toddcast. <laughs> it could be 58,001. 58,001. I don't have that kind of time. Yeah. So, yeah. Your name rhymes with pod. I know. What can you do? I know. There's nothing with Van Allen. No. There's no technology on that. <laughs> Except for the radiation belts. Fuck off, science. So, um, so no, the, um, the thing I found with them, uh, and you guys don't have this because, like, it's all... You've got your full complement of of, uh, of instrumentation on stage, mm. so you know going into it what it is. The the human statues they and I assume they're going to be doing the same thing at the do because they don't have a big stage. Mm. It's just going to be that the two of them with the two guitars strumming away and having that very high energy floppy headed kind of uh, kind of stage presence. When you buy the album, yeah, the songs are there, but it doesn't have that same sort of. Um, not rawness, but like really scaled down, just two guitars and two guys yeah. feel to it because you got a drum, you got a bass, mm. you got there's some really nice mixing. Like it really sort of loses that that organic. It it doesn't fall short. It's just different. Like mm. you, when you, when you're first when you're first looking at these guys and you see them, it's just like oh, it's almost like two buskers, right? Yeah, and they yeah, sound, yeah, yeah, they sure. sound really cool. And then when you when you listen to the album, it just it loses something. It's, it's, just, it's, it's you're getting more and you and you're taking away less. You mm. know what I mean? Like there's more instrumentation. Mm. There's more production certainly but i really it's not always a good thing no it's a good thing i think uh, a lot of my favorite music is uh, incredibly stripped down and poorly played and recorded right uh yeah i find a lot of bands start to suck after they learn how to play their instruments which is uh-huh. why we have avoided learning how to play our instruments yes. mm-hmm. staunchly do you remember uh, or ever have run into an outfit called uh, julia propeller no but i like that. they were a they were named actually after a fractal and <laughs> Yeah. Uh, really? Yeah. There's oh. a Julia Propeller fractal out there, and it kind of looks like a propeller. Yeah. You know, it's just like, you know, you know two to the left, one down, two to the left, one down, whatever the okay. fucking fractal design <laughs> it is. And uh, the first time I saw them, it was the same sort of thing. It's like it was just two women, very kind of indigo girls. Go on. Um, but just boom, right there, singing like it was like this folk duo. One had a guitar, the other one just sang and had like maybe like a little egg shaker or whatever the hell <laughs> it was, that, you know, just for, to bring in some sort of percussion. Again, Heard it, sounded great. Bought the album. Way too many instruments. Mm-hmm. Just, just, oh, just when when you when you're introducing yourself like that, I understand you don't want to have a full compliment sometimes, but oh, it just loses something. I can't once believe more, all the more time, is less. Once you spent all the time making that album mm-hmm. and then going back maybe and realizing, oh, the raw version is better. You just don't. You don't want to do that, you right? Know. No, you can't just you're throw away all your, your pro tools and your. Who is it that just did that? They they made like an entire record and threw it. It was Portishead. Portishead. Portishead made that before that last album they Third, did yeah. threw out an, uh, an entire yeah. I don't like that Portishead album that much you said you really did it you which one the, uh, the third one the, the third one, one. Uh, 
Uh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't that one. It was actually the we were talking about this one night. I think it was the second one I was. It is. Is this? I, see, yeah. I love the second one. Second one's great. I think the third one's really cool. I just don't think it's. Uh, it doesn't sound like a Portishead record really that much anymore. You know, they right kind now. of uh, lost that lushness and. Right. Yeah, it's depressing. Very it's really depressing. Very depressing, and not in the way that makes me want to have sex. But they're but they're they're not the only band that have done that. Radiohead threw out what was it? What was the lead up? Was it oh, the Benz or OK Computer? They threw out. I think it was OK Computer. Asked Malcolm, he's the Radiohead. Yeah, the no, I think it was OK was, Computer. Yeah, post post OK. okay yeah, sorry, wasn't it after OK Computer that they sort of worked on a whole record and got rid of it and ended up with Kid A? That could be the one. I think, I think so. Yeah. 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 It's, it's so hard to keep track of them. It throw is. Out so much yes. shit. A lot of I know it, they do throw it a lot, yeah. uh, <laughs> but even their leavings are amazing. Um, yes. Even I, I hate to bring up the uh, the Dave Matthews band. <laughs> even but. their leavings are. Only <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> all our leavings. Are you listening, Sum Forty One? Yes, seriously. Uh, yeah, no. Tom York takes a poo, and I, I'll buy it or a recording of it. Um, I was that way with uh, David Byrne. Oh yeah, for anything, eh? for age is anything that he he sort of did. Mm-hmm. Um, in in terms of, uh, I remember a description of Chuck D from Public Enemy saying, <laughs> "This is a man who could read a Campbell soup label and make it sound important." Right? Like he just sort of had that. Yeah. yeah. Of course, anyone saying beside Flavor Flav would have the same argument. Yeah. So that's, the guy was a moron. That's true. So let's okay. So let's talk about you guys. Uh, JP has gone through some of this stuff, but not in in large detail. That I, you know, we we should actually talk about. Let's talk about the name, first and foremost, Das Pumas. Uh, there has been some allusion to it where it's just, you threw it out there and that was it. Like, like who, had it, what was the metamorphosis of... I remember it at, at a bar. Yes. I remember being at a bar, and which means we. Were, I was probably a few in... I remember it being daytime, for some reason. Yeah, it, yes. Looking at a window. Daytime. Yep. Don't know what, what it was, but I just... Was it a Puma? It was, <laughs> it was someone wearing pumas. It was a, nice it was a shoe. big cat. A nice soft shoe. Giant it really, cat. It was puma esque. Yeah, that's I mean, Ocelot. I can't really, say that ever again. No. <laughs> Honestly, it was one of those things that just I just I said das pumas and 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 just like that das pumas. You know, like and you know I got my hand shaking my hand in a fist right. like old man at children. Um, and uh, then we we thought it was I thought it was cool. Malcolm was like, yeah. Um, and then we spent a long time trying to figure out how you say spell right. pumas pumas because it wasn't pumas it was right. pumas pumas right uh, and and that really it really it meant nothing Mal looked it up he googled <laughs> it or word searched it or whatever and uh, we got uh, the same as Darcy did which was the ancient Italian language for right. saying quill. Yeah, quill or feather. Quill yeah. or feather, yeah. Which would be a pen. Yeah. Lyric writing, songwriting. Exactly. Sure. And it, it all connects. It all yeah. connects. Absolutely. The dust is a little confusing, but yeah, yeah that's all right. Well, you got to throw the Germans in there. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Well, you got to. I yeah. Mean, yeah. World War Two. come on. Yeah. Um, but no, it was more a sound thing, and we thought it, we thought it, sound, you know, it sounded cool. And, and when like you think about name. like band names, that, that the crazy shit that, that people come up with anyways, you know, it, it stops being the name after a while. Anything, like, mm-hmm. you, you don't think about the meaning so much anymore, like... Like Soundgarden or, yeah. or no. Green Day or, or Pearl Jam or Radiohead, frankly, a Radiohead. terrible, terrible you, name. I mean, you know, I know it's you know named after Talking Heads song, yeah, right? exactly, yeah, which it's is which the, is fine, uh, but it's a stupid name for a band. I'm sorry, Coldplay also fairly oh, terrible, it's horrible. Yeah. you know. But these these bands sort of immediately uh, upon blowing up, they suddenly these words take on a power of their own. So we're hoping, right. uh, you know, so, Dust Pumas, yeah. Dust Pumas, despite the Radiohead, Coldplay. Dust Pumas. Dust yes, Pumas. exactly. Is That's exactly. a triple bill I would go to, except I would go and have uh, a well-deserved beer and probably a sandwich during Coldplay set. Yes, right. okay, Not a big plan. I, you know what? I remember saying the first time I ever heard them. 
Mm-hmm. Like, in the, like whenever that first album came out or whatever. Parachutes? Uh, mm-hmm. Was that it? Um, yeah. uh, Yellow, I thought was a great song. Yes. yes. Well, yeah, yeah. Nice, catchy, nice. Yes. And I listened to the rest of the albums and my friends were like all frantic about it. It's like, oh, what do you think? It's like, it sounds, and I stand by this argument and as the albums have come out, my line on this still holds true to this day. It's like Radiohead for your parents. You know, like you want to be, like this would be their amnesiac. You know, like you could put this in and go, oh, a rush of blood to the head. Yeah, mom's really challenging. <laughs> but sometimes yes. it's nice to have that option. What if you're sitting yes. down with your folks and you want to put on some music? Exactly. I will throw on the, yeah. uh, right? Oh, uh, maybe not. I, I wouldn't no. necessarily. I was, I was surprised my mom actually, I put on some, um, uh, Paul Van Dyke albums at mm. one point some trans tech and mom's like this is nice what is it <laughs> I'm like I can't believe it and then my, my aunt and uncle were over and I'm like I can't believe we're listening to Paul Van Dyke wow yeah it, well they were hammered and now they were last one and, and doing ecstasy, ecstasy I just yeah. it was yeah, you yeah. don't need to see my aunt and uncle on ecstasy <laughs> just oh, peeking and look. I love you guys. I love your floors. It's hardwood. It's so soft. Don't need to hear that. It tastes weird. Uh, Yeah, well, we've all seen the viral video. Um, Right. (laughs) Creepy. (laughs) I can't believe YouTube allowed that to happen, to be quite honest. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, like my parents, um, my mom's an odd one. Like, she'll, any, growing up, any song that I would ever play. wouldn't matter what it was. She, anything she hated, you could tell because she said it sounded like the Smiths. That was her go-to line. She said, that just uh, sounds like the Smiths. Mom, that's Cactus World News. Yeah, it sounds like the Smiths. <laughs> that's Scream Boom Science. Mom, nah, it sounds like the Smiths. The Devo's 81 album. Grant, uh, yeah, no. Sounds like the Smiths. Anything she didn't like just sounded like the Smiths. It's pretty broad like, brush. It's, she hated the Smiths. I, yeah, I love your mom. Evidently. Yeah. I love yeah. your mom. Oh, really? Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going I never there. got into the never Smiths. Got into it. And, and you know what? That crap sounds like the Smiths to me, too. <laughs> All of it. All of it. All of it. Right. Yep. You know who my mom actually, uh, uh, another, she's a shocker to me, uh, just in terms of her music taste. Um, I put on uh, Sugar Rose at one point. She loved that. Oh, that's she will come that. over and we'll have yeah, she's like put on that Iceland thing yeah, and I'm like what Bjork no not that screaming whore oh, <laughs> <there's> <laughs> she sounds exactly like the Smiths oh uh, she sounds exactly yeah like no I, I Sigaros come on that's uh, that's, that's a no brainer I mean right. when you that's said death from above 1979 I'll be like oh wow yeah I like the Sebado Silpaxa man someone someone put out like at work we were just sending out some um uh, some albums like everyone's kind of sharing albums and you burn like 85 of them on a DVD and you're just like oh here he goes while we're and someone had some Sebado on it I was like fuck I forgot all about these guys <laughs> like so these are- well I went and saw a dinosaur junior play the yeah. uh, that last that last uh, tour they did mm-hmm. um, Sebado was with them right well he I mean Lou Barlow was the bass player who, who was Sebado and uh, right. and they, they had like a real Sebado kind of sounding tune on their on their last album mm-hmm. um, those guys are old and cool to a whole bunch of people that don't know yeah. the entire hit. You know, man, we're, right. I'm old. I love it. <laughs> the, I love the kids these days. They don't even know where these guys freaking came from. You know, the, when when I was doing radio at Radio Western, so that's really old. <laughs> um, just to give you a sense, like you know, we always used to. There was me and the program director always went on about like what is life going to be like when we're like old and jaded and stupid, <laughs> and we'll just like be sitting around going, "Play some more of that mud honey." <laughs> and sure as shit, didn't mud honey. Just come to town and like, oh, I just like, came it right back. This guy's like, still yeah. 
great oh, game. Oh yeah, absolutely. They reformed, I think. But yeah, yeah. they're they're definitely around. Um, I don't know. I I just remember going to. Speaking of Jay Mascus, I went to uh, before Dinosaur Reformed. I went to see Jay Mascus in Montreal. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, which was a great show. But and we saw them on the or him play on the island. Yeah, with, yeah, with, yeah, with yeah. Social Broken Social Scene. scene. But yeah. uh, it was just it was awful. I turned. I couldn't get any girls to go with me to this concert, the Jay Mascus concert. I was right. like, they're so good. They're so yeah. good. They're like. Oh. Who the hell is this guy? He's just some old, like, scary professor dude. Uh, who has who has a really good golf swing? Oh, well, that makes that sense. That would explain the video. Yeah. He, uh, he uh, almost, that video almost, is amazing. He almost stopped touring so he could do a PGA tour. What? Yes. Come on. He is that good of a golfer. Uh, that's not fair. No. Yes. Really? He gives him that many fucking shredding uh, skills uh, and I don't golf. Believe that's, that's irritating. He's got his own signature shoe. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. does. Shoe do you know and, what? and I guitar. Want, I want both the shoe and the guitar. I don't care. I'm a super fan. But Yeah, but, but okay, so it's not all uh, wine and roses for him because guess what? You know, okay, he's a really good singer. Yeah. Great musician. Uh, good golfer. Problematic foot order. Oh, Ooh, no. I'm guessing. Tragic. It has to be something. It, it seems like. Yeah. A, Small the penis other, or no penis, maybe. The other That's thing a... that he has to contend with is, like, I'm at the show, you know, big venue, uh, relatively full in Montreal. It's great. He's still pulling people out, even mm-hmm. though he's not with his old band, you know. Uh, people love him. Every single one of them was a bald 45-year-old who lived with his oh, mother. Fuck, that yeah. was all of them. That was and the wedding present show I went to, yeah, like, three weeks yeah. ago. Exactly yeah. the same. And I'm, it ruined the show for me. I I don't know. It was a great show, but... I need the occasional woman to, you know, yeah. like, narrowly avert my eyes that from. That doesn't do it for you? What's it? Well, yeah. I mean, mostly the moms were just sort of sitting in the back. Dinosaur Junior moms say it can be hot. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> That's I guess possible. So. But yeah. That's possible. Yeah. Uh, they're very old. Yeah. They're very, I worry about their hips. One of the one of the first shows I saw actually in Toronto when I first moved here uh, was like in 94, and it was Dinosaur Junior at Massey Hall. Oh, my buddy Rob Caddo, who is now in New Zealand, making... Tons of money photographing and just taking pics and all that sort of thing. Awesome. He and I used to be theater news nerds together. He was working at Roy Thompson before I did. Hmm. And I got a call from him saying, uh, what are you doing tonight? Uh, none. You want to go see Dinosaur Junior? Sure. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Sixth row okay with you? Probably. That might, yeah, sure. Sounds If that's all you got. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's all you got. And it was the weirdest show because like you go in and like everyone applauds and applauds and applauds and he does no stage banner at all. No, oh, no, no. It's just like the applause dies down because it's kind of a hollowed yeah. venue and people yeah. are kind of quiet and trying to be fancy about it. And uh, it, it's just then suddenly dead silence. And then he's like tuning his guitar <laughs> and the amp <laughs> and then yeah. it's like thanks and then barrels Bang, into the next yeah. song. Just like, yeah. I, okay, do you guys remember when he was just Dinosaur? Yes, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I own yeah. that first record. I don't own the record. I uh, was introduced to them as Dinosaur on uh, a uh, was it, uh, hometown? No, not, not hometown. Townsend, Homestown, something like that. Or mm. is it the record Homestead label. Or? Homestead. Yeah, Homestead yeah, record yeah. label. Uh, they had a compilation called The Wailing Ultimate. Oh right. And they were on that awesome. uh, as Dinosaur. As Dinosaur. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and they played actually one of the songs from that. Uh, it was uh, Repulsion. Oh yes, yes, yes. Which, which is off, great that's off uh, the self-titled. Yeah, I think that's off the first yeah. record. Yeah, which is a, actually got some great, great songs on it too. It's right. a quest, quest for the cup. I think it's called. Yeah, it's like, cool. Yeah, it's uh, it's so funny though. It's so low, the, uh, lo-fi. That lo-fi, record, baby. that record label became so incestuous with so many uh, like crossbreeding across so many different bands that were just on that compilation alone. Naked Ray Gun uh, mm. came out with uh, who else was on that? Salem '66. Um, but Naked Ray Gun came out with, uh, I wish I had the record in front of me, 
they just the guys from Naked Radio <clears throat> popped up in like two or three different bands, like and then uh, Big Black mm. with uh, Steve Albini produced an awful lot of those yeah. guys. As yeah. soon as he saw them, he's like, "Well, fuck, I'll produce you." Right, and just it was so dumb and crazy. Like you just look at that, it's going, "Okay, that hit that," which respond <laughs> to this. You got Punnett squares that are like eighty-five feet long now, and just like okay, there's a chromosome, and forget it. <laughs> um, so okay, so we mentioned a whole bunch of bands that that you guys all enjoy that sort of thing. Who? What do you guys bring to the table in terms of your influences? Like, who, like obviously, I know JP is a huge Sloan fan, and you yes. can hear a little bit of the Sloan. Obviously, we're, we're uh, that is our biggest connection, I think, yeah. right away because we all went to high school together, uh-huh. the three of us, and Sloan was definitely the prime influence with or not I don't know that was just a band that we've always listened to all the time yeah mm-hmm. you know and which is really connected I think to our friendship and uh, mm-hmm. I don't know it's uh, my memories of high school and managing to escape from high school were so intimately bound up with Sloan yeah. Uh, yeah, and I, you know, I think uh, that high school was what Unionville that was Unionville yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think we consciously sort of are even aware of a Sloan influence anymore it's so deeply ingrained in us that I think it's just kind of whenever yeah, I there. think about music, it's yeah. There's but always that's, a bit of slump. I think that that a lot of that um, the harmony stuff that we've yeah. been sort of adding and working a lot. Like Sloan's always been like a big harmony yeah. kind of band. They have that you know that Beatles harmony thing, whatever. Yeah. So harmony is a big thing. I think that's definitely where I hear that influence, anyways. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I remember when we I, it, we're since we're we've only we, Malcolm and I started this this Dust Pumas. Back years ago, <laughs> many mm-hmm. years, many years ago, where we would just get together and write tunes, and it was every single time we got together, it was like magic. It was awesome. So we were always, and we we tried starting the band again because Alan isn't actually a drummer; he's a guitar player. I play in other bands with Alan. That's why he eats it. Exactly. <laughs> but, he's not here. I can bag on him. No, <laughs> but it was, and he would have said the same thing because yeah. we 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 he'd been playing drums for months maybe when you yeah. saw that show right. and um and he did a great job he did, for someone who'd only been playing for someone who stepped in who would, would was, rather have a stick in his hands and he was singing at the same time and whatever like that we knew what it was you know so mm-hmm. he but he's practiced he's gotten I, I think we've all gotten better but <laughs> no but the, uh, he's gotten yeah he's massively gotten, better yeah, since, he, we, he, since he we played now does he does he at any point go okay you guys gotta fucking hire a drummer so i can do what i need to no. do or is no, he he's happy to he's, he's happy very to do that? very yeah. happy to be back on the kit he's an incredible uh songwriter he's one of my favorite songwriters okay. but yeah. i think uh in this band he's just very pleased to be uh you know, I think he loves drumming. I think it's uh, kind of his his other skateboarding type outlet. Did all three of you go to school together? Is that how you? Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. So he's also a Sloan. Alan's also yeah. a Sloan. Guy? Yeah, no. huge fan. Well, okay, when Smeared came out, how could you not? Uh, I remember. Yeah, I remember, I remember being coming back from university, just being absolutely hammered one night at a house party and saying to someone, "This is the best album ever." It was. And it remember was. when they were on Sub Pop and then and they oh, were supposed yeah. to be the they next Nirvana. Oh, the, pepper, yeah. the Peppermint EP. And then Peppermint, oh, yeah. that Klig like This was at a time when I was at uh, this was when I was at Western. It was on Radio Western. And I had the opportunity to interview Eric's trip because at that cool. point the entire Halifax exploded. Halifax scene was just exploding baby. and like yeah. Sloan had Ide du Nord was out there yeah, yeah. Uh, Eric's trip was you know they just signed a sub pop and it was supposed to be the big messiah thing mm. and it fizzled but the, uh, local it, rabbits were they on that label? local rabbits yeah. were on yeah. that Thrust Murder Records Thrust yeah. Murder Records uh, were Treble Charger on that record mm, no, no Treble Charger came out well, they were Treble from here but I thought they here. might have been on Murder Records which was Sloan's were they label? on Murder Records I don't know the first I'm, I'm, NC17 was the first record because I was 
original band name. I don't remember. Yeah, neither do I. You like this, I. listeners? I am. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not about you. What, not hey, all. whatever. You guys <laughs> nerd out on your comedy <laughs> shit all the yeah. time, you know? Welcome Take this, comedians. Yeah, all right? I don't Who's know laughing now? About. Yeah. I mm. fucking knew it. You got I knew it was going to come to this. You've been had. Jay, Mc, right. Jay McEwen's coming on soon. What the fuck is going to happen then? It's, this times a million. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This time, he's probably coming with a we notebook. Probably. <laughs> oh, man. And then in '87, we had shut the fuck up, Ben Allen. <laughs> we had yeah, that's. <laughs> you, you no music doesn't mentioned. exist to him before right. 2000. I think I <laughs> that's where music yeah. starts being created. Right. And you yes. hear me, McEwen? Ooh. I just all like all I can hear coming out of his mouth is like just a pause, a really big pause. Him blinking his eyes as he does, and just looking at me, going, "Fuck, you're old." <laughs> it's true. That's, wow. that's all that podcast wow. is yeah. going to be. It's cool. I welcome it. Yes. So, um, so yeah, like there, there was that huge uh, music scene. So interviewing them, and they were, you could tell that, that they were just forced into it way too quick. Like even it was radio westerns, a campus mm. radio station, whatever. And they're just being interviewed by some jagoff wearing glasses, and it's, oh, yeah, it's a pleasure to see you. <laughs> and they were still, like, even then, just, like, quiet and just, like, into themselves and, like, not ready for interviews. Or, and, like, I don't think they they're, still, they're still not ready they're for still interviews. They're still not ready for no. interviews. But I would think, like, I would think, like, now, even, so. like even in a forum like this, like, let's say, just, for example, the show goes really well at Sneakies, mm. and... Uh, the Much Music band has me going by and say, hey, we got to have these guys on. They're going to do like some you know, Much interview thing. You guys could hold together for an interview. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it'd be your personal I role. think we're different. Yeah, we're the... not Eric's trip. No. Uh, first of all, JP not and I are... trying to draw that conclusion. We're not, we're not dating yeah. anymore, uh, yeah. which is yeah. very similar. Yeah. It was a bad breakup. We wrote mm-hmm. a record about it, which yeah. you're not going to be God, hearing. Let's not um, talk about that. Yes. Yeah, so, that's sorry. Shelf. We're going to show Yeah, that. okay, fine, fine. Well, that's exactly what you always do. It's in the Prince Vault. You're always shelving me. It's... Is that what the kids are calling yeah, it these days? Is I'm told. So I'm told. I'm just going to shelf that. Yeah. Oh, wow. You're wow. going to get built. <laughs> All right. And then you're going to, I'm going to store things in you. Mm. Mm. So, mm. Uh, looking to my new anyway, anyway, hey. the, the, the album I will now bag him on, Lena Ronstadt, right here. That's, <laughs> oh, that's there we go. Vic Palsani. That, yes. that's, that's my dad. And Papa. right in there with Mott the Hoople as well. That's nice. Right. Go down Sloan. bottom shelf. There's some Sloan down there. There is some Sloan. There's tons of you know, I got. Can and I just spoon? show my rare Sloan? Sure. Yeah, here, here we go. This is the 45. This is what you want. By the way, you. Oh, that's fantastic. No, I just saw the Golden Age of Wireless by Thomas Dolby, which is one of my favorite albums of all time. Oh, yeah, that's a weird uh, one. one of our submarines still to this day gives, uh, makes the hair on my arm stand up. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know the track names on There's a lot of stuff here that I haven't right. actually. Li- I have a very large. I don't know. To me, it seems like a pretty yeah. big record collection. It is, dude. Yeah. It is. It would, like, it would take but a lot of it. I don't know. a few know. weeks to listen to all of this. I yeah, think. and I, I don't know. You know, like I said, I got it from it Mom's Dance Studio. What the, when the hell are you going to, like, bust out all the, the crap and culture club? You know, you just have it, just in case. You just in know. case. You never you know, know when you're going to need some Gloria Estefan. And, you know, <laughs> you, never, you got a lady you never over. Know. You got a lady over. Drop you, the bomb. Right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You got you pull out Panty the old culture club just to leave her guessing, well, is he gay or not? Right. Yeah. Exactly. But then Could. I followed up with the clear wham. Right. You can't right. say that. No. There is wham, bam, I am yeah. a man. Starsly heterosexual. It helps like her. Like George Michael. It, it helps her piece together that question that all women have as soon as they meet a guy and they're kind of back at his place. Will I be able to put something in his anus? Oh, mm. right. Which is a mm. very you key throw question. that onto the turntable, boom. I thought the question would be, why is he holding my breasts? Uh, and, you know, I mean, that's sometimes it's because, Why is he strangling me? Right. That's is, the other one. That's, is he a doctor? Is he feeling for lumps in either my breasts or my neck? Right. Or, uh, oh, oh, dear, I've made a huge mistake. 
Is the yes. red light on on that camera over mm. there? That's the mm. other question. There are a lot of questions that, that women have for all of us men. Right. If I screamed right now, would anyone hear it? Right. And That's obviously the answer is no. That's why there are egg cartons all over the wall. What are you, an uh, idiot? If I put the lotion on my skin, mm-hmm. will I still get the hose mm. again? Many people mm. ask that. Very yeah. possible. We have just become very disturbing and Shelly has turned off now. Just what? <laughs> are you kidding me? Shelly baited Brett. That's what's I, happening right there. So, hey, Shelly. Let's, let's pull this back from the disturbing. Right. Room. Right. Um, let That's us... creepy. So... If you come to our show <laughs> next Saturday night at Sneaky Deeds, November 8th, we guarantee to creep you the fuck out. <laughs> we first may hundred... not murder you. First hundred women in the joint, get real hypno. That's ah, right. Yeah, Ruby yes. Colada, baby. Ruby, free Whether Ruby they Colada. want it or not. Uh, so, take this and love me again. So, <laughs> so you, you alluded to just being kind of hammered on a, on a, on a patio, screaming out, Dust Pumas. Yeah. Mm. Were you guys, like, before that point, notice how I'm totally going into questions again. Man, so that's we can great. Issue, Darcy, we'd good be proud. So we good can, well, we just want to issue all the rape charges. On yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Um, can't afford a lawyer right now. Yeah, good call. I am your legal representation. Anyway. That's true. Well, you are wearing a jacket. Yep. I've got to say, uh, okay, so I'm looking around. Uh, JP, you have your, um, uh, he's dressed in a lovely plaid. Mm-hmm. As a red, white, and blue plaid. Uh, thank very you. Nice. Yep, very patriotic. Uh, I'm wearing my duty now for the future. Uh, Devo shirt. Very nice. As, nice. Uh, I, it's the most musical thing I could come up with. Sure <laughs> uh, Malcolm, you look uh, fantastic. You got a sweatshirt plus jacket. Yeah, uh, this uh, this jacket stripe. came with a uh, suit uh, with suit two pairs of pants, and it was eight dollars. Two pairs of pants. Two, two pairs, pairs of pants. pants. Two pairs for of eight bucks. That's right. You can't say no. To what? That. And a vest. And, and a vest. vest. It was a three piece. Four, including four a pair of pants. Well, four piece. Yeah. My God, yeah. man. So that's two dollars a piece. Is that so? When you're putting the first one on, you're shitting your pants about what a great deal it is. You got this bat. That's exactly yeah. what happened. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I tore the seat out almost immediately. Yeah. I don't care, so. <laughs> you went. You went into the guy yeah. and said, "I'm looking for a show suit." And he goes, "Okay, well, here you go." And you said, "Wait a second, they got two pairs of pants." And he just looked and you went, "You'll know when it happens." <laughs> <laughs> and I did. And you did. And I wasn't alone. No one else knew as well. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that goes back to the Larry Horowitz story that we had with uh, Wayne Turmel. Uh, I see. Mm-hmm. That's it. Anyway, um, so so you came up you came up with an like were you guys actually at that point were you still thinking that okay we're gonna have a band and you were, were you playing you know, like practicing around at that point or like, no. no when when did the idea of, of having the band, did it come from having the name say hey we got a name let's get some guitar it came today. with us having I think uh, enough we had songs mm. like. I think, and then we just like I think we just needed a drummer or something. Yes, we definitely needed a drummer. That was we, always the, the case. We finally we were drummer. searching for ages and ages. We found so. Oh, of, so you're uh, the band. What's it? <laughs> every band is always searching for a drummer. Yeah, no, it's that's true. true. It's yeah, true. Yeah. No, every band. I mean, go on Craigslist, uh, the musician section, yeah. and pretty much every other ad is literally like drummer amazing one. Soundgarden influenced band looking for drummer. Or, right. Uh, it's kind of embarrassing, um, but no. Amazing Coldplay inspired. Yes, yes. looking yes. for a looking new for s- <laughs> looking for new narcoleptic drummers. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, so we, we did actually sort of manage to find a couple of drummers for a day or two. Um, yeah, like Mark, for instance. Mark was, was great. He was a great guy, great drummer, but uh, he had to move with his beautiful girlfriend to Singapore, and where I would he have became. Too. Yes, she was beautiful. She was stellar. He became the voice. Uh, he was a sound engineer as well as a drummer. Oh. Okay. Uh, he became the voice of Motorola's telephones. You know that little voice that says "Hello, Hello Moto." So they had the original voice thing. Uh, he was doing some sound work for them. Right. Recorded his own voice just as a scratch track, basically. Right. Uh, sent it back to them. They were like, "We want you." 
And that was our old drummer. Yeah, that's right. Our, now our, our new drummer is even more spectacular. We were like, you're not famous <laughs> enough for us. Hello, Moto. I mean, who, who even knows that that's you? Honestly. So uh, our new drummer is what, what's Alan famous for mm. at this point? <laughs> what? what? Uh, I mean, what isn't he famous? What for? isn't he more famous for? One would hold pedophilia. Uh, ooh. ooh, yes, no, definitely. Uh, <laughs> again, <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing <laughs> is proved. And on the Sabbath. We, you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> Can we just get a little cheers on that? One? <laughs> there we go. That was good. Clunk. That must. Uh, mm. Mm. The age really dry in here. This uh, it is. This, you know, if only there was more beer. Oh, I wish there. Wait a minute. Well, Hold wait on. just a second. <laughs> so you were saying, uh, well, well, JP gets some more uh, refreshments. So you were saying about Alan. What, uh, what did what did he bring to the table? So essentially, uh, the his biggest qualification for being our drummer was uh, living in Canada, uh, which he had ceased to do for a number of years. I know many people do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he had gone to Scotland, uh, nice. which, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was good for him, and uh, when he... Bad when he, for the band. Very bad for the band. Uh, when yes. he returned, we uh, kind of, we knew we wanted to play together, we knew that we'd love to, you know, be in a band together, because it's kind of a pretty, pretty awesome thing to mm-hmm. get to hang out with your now 30-year-old uh, <laughs> high school best friends, and sort right. of play, play some tunes, but uh, I don't think... When it started, did we really think that Al was going to be our drummer? No. Or we, we were kind of looking for a drummer and maybe a way to work Alan in as like a bassist or another guitarist. Yeah, or... I think I switched to guitar for a while. We had a guy playing bass with us. Right. Um, and we had all these different incarnations of the man, but we, it never took off. And also last year I went to the Dominican, so right. kind of curtailed the whole... that we, we were rehearsing. We were, yeah. And we had, uh, you know... A things, little... are, things are coming together. Yeah, right? we, had, yeah. we had tunes. Yes. And then when I came back... We got right into it. Alan got on the drums, and really, we started rehearsing regularly. But, but to be honest, I mean, like if you if you think about just the journey you guys are taking right now, and obviously this band is in its infancy, but you've got all the things in place. I mean, like the this the sound that you have is great. The songs you have are amazing, my Thanks. opinion only. Um, well, you know, we don't we don't just let any jag off do the theme song for this show. Um, it's man, three jag off. It's three jag off. <laughs> That's right. That's a no triple solo jag off. Triple jag off emporium. Here. That's right. It's um, like a triple jump. It is hard to find. You, you, you walk into any theme song store, yes. and you go, "I need something with three jag offs," and they'll look at you and go, "Who the fuck do you think you are?" Seriously, what kind Who of show? Do you? Is One, I could get you two, uh, three. There's no way I could get that by the end of the month. Honestly, that is the so. Mm-hmm. You, the fact that you guys do that is great. But in all seriousness, I mean, like, for, for you guys to have, be so tight, firstly, that you can be together as a band is one thing. But to have sort of that relationship follow you back from high school. Mm. Like, if you think that, like, fucking Facebook is, like, just that that sanctuary of people that you knew in high school. Yeah. And you probably yeah. don't want to. No, absolutely. For a while. But, you know, like, the some of the folks that, that I uh, have, have been in contact with are, are truly just like, yeah, you know, it's kind of like a nice little, uh, like, high school reunion. You get in touch with them. It's just kind of cool to see what they're doing. But you guys, to, like, to be able to forge that into something 
that is really kind of cool, mm. and for you guys to keep maintaining that, I think I think is a strong testament to you guys. I mean, like that. This is it it's, is. It's gonna actually, be like one of those yeah, things. It is. It will be like that. People weekly things like friends from high school, and they'll just like follow me, and they'll go, oh, you know, like, <laughs> like that is like you know, yeah. not that you should. I would not wish people weekly on you ever. Mm. But I want to be in people weekly. Yeah, yeah, really absolutely. yeah absolutely. That would be like anything. Yeah, you know? yeah then, something. Yeah. yeah, and then next thing you know, you're you've got your headshots, and you're being made fun of uh, in the star entertainment section absolutely. on a Sunday. I already, absolutely. Yeah, I blew my face and... over other celebrities. Oh, already, he so, has shelves full of wow, these magazines. Wow, I mean, really disturbing. They're right next to my notebooks, which yeah. is right next to my collection of human skin. Sorry, back to <laughs> uh, It mm, puts the lotion oh, on its skin. It gets the hose. Shelly can't wait to see you at the show. Oh, wow. boy. Oh, boy. It's going to be <laughs> terrifying. But, but to answer your original question about what yeah. Al brings to the band, in line with what we've been saying, I think... Yeah. Uh, uh, what he brings to the band is what what the three of us bring to the band, which is that like the length of our acquaintance and friendship and the ease with which we can sort of throw ideas around and like just be completely right. comfortable with making asses of ourselves yeah. and you know screwing up like I think every time we practice there's at least one song that's just a complete disaster right. uh, which is fun it's good yeah, but yeah. you know it's great to to just know that you can sort of throw the germ of an idea at both of your bandmates and they will immediately pick it up, make it their own and sort of play with it and respect it in, in such a, an instinctual way because we are so close right. to each other. But that's the, that's that's the key, I think, to any... Like, you look at any comedy troupe, you look at any mm. uh, any uh, comedy team, any drama team, any... Um, uh, any mu- like, the top bands are the ones that have that collective, like, have mm. that sense of... Like, Gretzky, when he was playing with Messier... Yeah. You know, it was like that, like when Scottie Pippen was playing with Michael Jordan. I mean, like it was always that. It's just like you need to know where that guy's going to drop the ball, where the pass is going to come from. Like you guys have that. I think, already. yeah, I think that's like that is the that's the intangible that you you know you can get great musicians mm-hmm. all together in the same room, but if the chemistry isn't there, then right. that that's always lacking. And I feel like when we us three get together because of our past and history, yeah. that chemistry is. You know, it's mm. these are my best friends, yeah. and you can't, you can't, you can't make that. No. You know, yeah. so because otherwise, like that's what comes across. Otherwise, you get "We Are the World." <laughs> yeah, a whole bunch <laughs> of hitters. Great song. Great, Great song. Fantastic. Yeah. We are the children. You yeah. should do a cover of that. Yeah. We will not. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I did actually. I had, we actually I had, have a song called "Fuck You, Africa," which I think is uh, yeah, along the same lines. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you yeah. know what? They've had it coming a while. Yeah, they really have. Big time. Lord, uh, eat something. For come on, on. you're depressing me. Oh my god. What? Well, Shelly Winters? Do I have to watch her? Shelly Winters? Song? Yeah, you know. I'm Sally just... Struthers. Oh my bad. <laughs> Sally Struthers. Shelly Winters. <laughs> Shelly Winters is that? Yeah, she was in the Poseidon adventure. Oh my god. How embarrassing. Oh, this is this has gone terribly wrong. That's all right. That's all right. I'm, uh, you were on the right path with Kev, the starving people. Kevin, Kevin and I spent uh, an entire five minutes, I think, at one point, trying to figure <laughs> out Jasper from The Simpsons' name. Oh, right. Uh, instead of, this is, you'll hear this actually after this podcast, um, we kept calling him Chester. Oh. And so I was like, it's not Chester, is that his name? No, we couldn't come up with Jasper. He's the old yeah. Man. That's it. Um, so, okay, so I just wanted to, I, I had this down as a thing. Would you guys ever entertain uh, doing a cover version, and if so, which one would you do? A cover song, like a cover song. If you're gonna do a cover we, version of some song, we what had would you a do? couple. Yeah, we did. <clears throat> we had when we first started, we had a block party tune. Yes, which okay. is which. Getting back to your influences question, I would yeah. say they're kind of a huge. Yeah, a huge us. influence. Uh, yeah, for sure. So yeah, we did positive tension off Silent Alarm. Uh, another band called McCluskey. I don't know if you you know them. Uh, mm. Yeah, 
I know the name for sure. I, yeah, you know, I, I, I couldn't pick a song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you have you have to know that a lot of my modern music influences come in, comes from the iPods that are connected to the sound system at the old York. <laughs> Very fair. I so, know some of those. True. Yeah. It yeah. comes on writing a note down. Who, who's this? Who, one? Who's that? <laughs> Between you, Jay, and Sky, yeah, I uh, I am one of the hippest closing on forty guys out there. <laughs> hell that yeah. is nice. hell yeah. Nice. That's I get I, I get a lot of my music from this kid right here, Malcolm. Yeah. Malcolm and Alan yeah. are. I, I get my music from Alan. Pretty well, much I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking point. to my right, and you fucking better. I yeah, mean, that's wow. You know, when you've got when you've got Culture what? Club in there, what you know, just because the album is blue, that's why it sticks out. You know, if you, you're looking at if the. If I look down here, am I gonna find Falco? Am I gonna okay? No. Okay. No, I, I guarantee <laughs> that. But you will find some uh, Gladys Knight in the Pips or some, something wrong with that. No, I got some Aretha. You know, I got Spoon. I got. I got the Beverly Hills Cop Two soundtrack. Is I kept that one. Stuff. Pull that out. Pull that out right now. I yeah, kept that, that solely got, for the cover. It's good. It's good that you got Beverly Hills. Cop 2 because the soundtrack from Beverly Hills Cop 1 is bullshit seriously this is where they find the love you'll find Miami Vice in here as well I think Miami Vice 2 where there's like that you know Ferrari on the front or whatever it is can I just read the top uh, of like just a few of the artists featured on Beverly Hills Cop 2 Corey Hart which song yeah Uh, let's find out which song Um, did he do Corey Hart hold on Okay. Uh, produced by Giorgio Moroder. Really? Really? Uh, Giorgio Moroder? Yeah. I'm asking the same question. He's, I was just going to nod appreciably. Like, <laughs> I don't know what the hell you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, he's, uh, well, I mean, very famous uh, soundtrack artist. Um, I think he was. And involved. he came to work on this one? Yeah, apparently. Huh. Yeah. All right. Big uh, time, anyway. baby. Okay. Jermaine Jackson. Jermaine. I did not know that Jermaine, Jermaine even Jermaine uh, dropping bombs on Beverly Hills. All revved up. Also produced. Tito was already under contract with uh, someone else. I think he was doing Fright Night 2 soundtrack. Possibly. <laughs> George Michael shows up again. Right. Of course. Uh, um, I want your sex. Yeah. Is yeah. That. There, there is so. the George Michael album in there. Faith is I know, definitely represented. I, know. I, can I see mean, it from you also here. keep in mind what is danceable, wow. right? Like what it that's what a lot of these records were because they were from the dance they studio. They were from the dance what, studio. What had a beat? What was popular at the mm. time? Pointer Sisters doing the Neutron dance. You I, know? I've got like yeah. three different versions yeah. of that. Plus yeah. 145. Pointer Pointer don't worry about it. Just throw it up there, Matt. Are, what are they doing on this record? Because they're definitely... Be There. By be, the there. be There. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. You know? wow. classic. And yeah. they weren't. So... <sighs> no. They weren't there. So, uh, okay. So, uh, Block Party... Uh, yeah, you did a cover of that. Yeah, what else? Uh, McCluskey. This McCluskey. Uh, McCluskey. Uh, it was. It's a funny. It's a cool tune. Um, but McCluskey's tune. not like super well known at no. all. If you if you had to pick a like a like a popular song that had been like top forty at some point, mm. which Caribbean one Queen. would you do? Caribbean <laughs> Queen. I always wanted to do a cover of Caribbean Queen. No, um, I have a I have a David Byrne story for that. Oh, do you? Actually, know? not that song specifically, but it's kind of funny. Um, I'll, you know, I'll let you guys answer this. And it, 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 it's it's hard because I think uh, me first and the gimme gimmies did all yeah, of them. They, yeah, you know, they've done a magical job of pretty much every cover. Yeah, and it's also hard with covers because I, I you know, do you make it your own or do you? Uh, try and do it true to the original. Yeah, and I and think every time we've done a cover, we've attempted to just, you know, copy what's on the record. Yeah. I think in order for... A, whenever we do you know, actually pick a cover and do it properly and make it part of our set, I think it would be good for us to make it our own. Definitely, um, And, yeah. like, yeah, I mean, that's... I also... I'm not a huge fan of wacky covers. Right. Uh, no. You know, like Travis did a, a great cover of uh, Hit Me Baby One More Time. That was right. Uh, yeah. It was really good, and it sort of revealed the fact that the song is, like, actually a very good pop song. Bad version, uh, uh, whatever her name is, that did the Nirvana tune. Tori Amos, or no? Yeah, I think so. Tori Amos? Was it? 
or no, Alanis Morissette maybe, or is, is someone? Mm, am I, I talking about uh, my ass? No, a piano girl doing it. Yeah, Tori Amos, I think, doing "Smells Like Teen Spirit." That stunk. Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, that stunk that like three day old shit yeah, in a pile of sure. vomit. That for was sure. horrible. You mean bad? <laughs> this graphic image brought to you by Darcy Sunday podcast. covers. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm always tempted, like, by the the biggest pop songs that are out there. You know, like, I, I, so many fucking, so many rock bands have done Umbrella right. at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Umbrella is an amazing song. I, right. I'm just going to say that. I'm not Ella. 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 A. O. Oh, it's A-A. A-A. Oh, see, you know, we'd have we'd have a lot of work to do. Yeah, that's the preliminaries right here. <laughs> I can't turn left. The uh, well, the <laughs> the wedding present did that at one point. They I, I don't know if you remember. They did the hit parade singles. Oh, right. They picked once uh, one a month. They did an original awesome. track. They released a seven inch single, uh, one per month. Mm. Uh, one original work, and on the B side was a cover version. And that's so out of that really? work, they did "Don't Cry No Tears" by Neil Young. Cool. They did yeah. uh, the theme song from. Um, Twin Peaks. Nice. They right. cover that one. Pleasant Valley Sunday by the Monkees. All right. Uh, Close Lobsters. Uh, let's make some plans. Like all kinds of like like kind of weird stuff Wacky, you wouldn't expect yeah. David Gedge to do. I yeah, mean, that's yeah. very cool. And I think that's a really cool way to to excel themselves. There's very um, not not at David Byrne just yet, but there's another cover version out there um, that was done by Love Spit Love. Mm. By Richard Butler, formerly of the Psychedelic Furs. You know, he's got that kind of raspy, which comes from smoking 85 packs of cigarettes That's a day. What happens. Right. Dedication. Um, Love Spit Love did for the Kraft soundtrack mm-hmm. um, uh, cover version of How Soon Is Now by the Smiths. All right. I love the Smiths. Yeah, I oh know my you God, do. My oh, man. But let me say, say to the fans of the Smiths and my mom included, uh, <laughs> To, to do that song in particular is sacrilege. I mean, like, even mm-hmm. when Hippie Chick came out and just stole that beginning guitar riff, ah, you can't do that, I'm gonna stop wearing black now. Like, you know, it was just like <laughs> yeah, that. Right yeah. um, I love that cover version of House of Town. It just, it sounds, it's it's very different. It's It, it sticks, it it like sticks to it. It doesn't sound like that. Because you got Richard Butler in yeah. there, but he's he brings that sort of sinisterness to it, mm. knowing it's part of the Kraft soundtrack, mm. and it's about witches and covens and mm. teenage tomfoolery and yeah. all that sort of fun stuff. So that's kind of cool. So I, I like covers that come out like that. I mean, yeah. um, again, but another another Smith tie it, That's like making it their own as well, you know? And that's yeah. the whole... Sort of the, the good you, cover you song. Know, uh, you know, can do it. Your Radio own way. One Live Lounge. Um, okay. On in Britain. It's, in Britain, it's on uh, BBC. Yeah, BBC. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. And Joe Wiley is the the host of this uh, BBC show, and I think it's once a week they get you know a major British band. Mm-hmm. Uh, they tend to be sort of you know Brit rock kind of Brit pop right. bands, and uh, they get them to do a cover. And it's incredible. Every, pretty much every cover is like a brilliant reimagining of a right. song. A lot of the time, it'll be sort of you know a cover of another band, roughly in their epoch. But often, you'll find sort of pop musicians doing rock songs and vice versa. I like the word epoch, by the way. Yeah, it's very, <laughs> yes, it's very yeah. good to bring that. Yeah. You know what? You never. I've got two degrees in English literature. I know. I, know. I mean, and, good and, lord. I'm glad you can was bring it that. All wasted. The, that's know. a word we never get on the brain. <laughs> just so you know. Epot? Epot? A cock? You, you want epot? There was, get, get oh, he does talk about pot. He did a marijuana fundraiser. Oh, which, by the way, awesome. I did. Still waiting on my giant bag. I know, I know. I got no. one finally. I am I waiting. I didn't even think of bringing it over. My uh, apologies. My oh, apologies. I guess I'll have to smoke my own. <laughs> I guess you'll have to have me back. All right, then. Uh, ha ha. Uh, but uh, yes. but you're right. I mean, like like everyone can bring something to it and bring and, and make it their own. There's um, a spin-off band from yeah. the wedding present. Yep. Yeah. 
you may be aware of, called the Ukrainians. Because oh. one of the guys uh, that's in the band originally, he's not with them now, mm. uh, was of Ukrainian heritage. And so what he would do is he and his buddies would take all these traditional like uh, lutes and accordions and play Ukrainian songs. Except it was just like really kind of sped up, like ska, almost like not <laughs> ska style, but like sped up versions mm. of different songs. They take like traditional Ukrainian songs, speed them up so you can jam out on the dance floor. Nice. They're the Ukrainian me first yeah. and the gimme game. Exactly. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah. So one of the one of the songs that they did uh, is I'm probably saying this wrong, it's called Batya. Batya. Uh, which is uh, boy. I believe the translation <laughs> is Big Mouth because it's mm. a cover version of Big Mouth Strikes Again by the oh, Smiths. Amazing. And Big instead Mouth. of like the Johnny Marr uh like everything's in Ukrainian, they're singing completely <laughs> in Ukrainian and they have the accordions in the background. <laughs> and instead of Johnny Marr on the guitar, it's this mandolin. This it is fantastic. That's cool. It is abs and so they do like all kinds of like they do the Queen is Dead and awesome. they, they have this one album that's just called like the Smiths or something like that. Right. Like, the Ukrainians do the Smiths or something like that. Not a word of English on it. See, that's not sacrilege. That it's, is not no, sacrilege. That's definitely all. That taken, is, yeah. like, you listen to it, like, even fans are going, fuck, yeah. that's awesome. I yeah, that and awesome. I mean, I think it meets your mom's criteria of not really sounding like the Smiths. Yeah, really. <laughs> even though it is but then, the Smiths. But then she'll sit there and go, what is that moon man language? Yeah, it's Ukrainian. <laughs> it's... <laughs> no, it's Morrissey. <laughs> that's Morrissey speaking in tongues. That sounds like the Smiths. Clearly. That's, yes. <laughs> um, He's the devil boy. Yeah. Well, yeah. Have you guys heard the, the Luther Wright and the wrong uh, yeah, hillbilly uh, version of The Wall? Yes. The, the country version, oh, which is incredible. It's like, incredible. You played it one day. I did you played it one day. I did, yeah. And, and I think it was under the auspice of it was like late at night, and you, I love it when I walk into the old York and you have that twinkle in your eye. It's like, there's going to be some, there's some mischief that is going to be made, and you'll sit down, and I can tell something is up, and you'll get me my pint of trailhead, and then you'll scurry to the back, and you'll, I see the wheel spinning on the iPod. Eat this and then, enormous bag of marijuana, and yeah. listen to Listen to Is there this. anybody out there? <laughs> Is there anybody out there? Oh, it's so clever. Because that, that sounds like a stupid gimmick, right? It sounds oh, so ridiculous. Man, they have Jimmy Cagney oh, sings really? on that? Yeah, see? Yeah. yeah. But you wouldn't believe there's anybody out there. there. Sarah Harmer's on that one. Uh, she does a lot of the female voices. It, it, it's a heavy... It's, it's a good really, record. And it it's is, world and renowned, it? too. Yeah, yeah, right. absolutely. People and better it. than Dub Side of the Moon. Yeah, right yeah. there. Definitely. Although Radio Dread All Stars, Radio Dread, oh, amazing! Great great Radio Dread All Stars, and there's uh, there's the dub tribute to Radiohead, which is various artists. I, heard I that really one. Oh, that one. That's the one, that I one I've got. That's the one I think. I, you I think it you, for me. I burned for I you. I think I burned it for you because I, I actually bought the copy of it because. Um, the beauty of that one yeah. is that you're halfway through a song, you don't know what it is yeah. until you suddenly oh, hear the amazing. you hear a loop and you go. Fuck, it's oh, Iron that's Lung. That's what I've been listening that's to. That's Iron Lung. That's there awesome. it is. Because it's nice. just, it's so gorgeous. Oh, um, to, uh, just before we get um, out of this, because there's the David Byrne thing. I went and saw David Byrne years ago. This is when I was traveling back and forth to Providence. And so I told him I had a family emergency. Mm. And the family emergency was that fucking head David your, Byrne your tickets. Dad, so David like, I'm Byrne. going to that. Yeah. So I uh, went there and watched him at the Phoenix and he does a cover version of Whitney Houston's I Want to Dance with Somebody. Amazing. Oh, yeah. Which is, he's got the arm going like as he usually like the Dirty Old Town kind of style yeah. drum, uh, guitar playing. And so he's, he's into that and he just like sells it. So the consequence of that is because I stayed there I had to fly out early the next day and stay, normally we would leave on the Thursday from Rhode Island. I had to stay until Friday. Hmm. 
to put in my hours down there. It's like, ah, fair enough. So all my friends had left on Thursday. I had nothing to do. I pick up the local paper. What's going on? David Byrne's playing that oh, night downtown. Well, you don't say. All right. So I go down and watch David Byrne again. Again. Exact nice. same set list. Ah. He does the exact same <laughs> thing. Ah. So I nudge the guy beside me and I go, I bet you 20 bucks the next song is a Whitney Houston cover. He goes, there's no way he'd play that bullshit. He, I want to dance with somebody. Hey. <laughs> He Why? thought I was a god. That's Why? genius. Oh, yeah, that's so genius. That's genius, what? man. Who takes that bet, though? I mean, he honestly, honestly, seriously. I honestly. didn't take his money. There's oh, no way yeah, I could take his money. Yeah, yeah. I was, oh, yeah, come I on. Could I would have bet a hundred. There. He yeah. thought I was a god for a while. Yeah, I he bet. thought I, I was bet. a god. You know all. You know I was all. Like, How the fuck did you know? I saw him in Toronto. <laughs> I had to come clean. This guy's nasty. He couldn't even afford a decent shirt. He's wearing a hoodie. You should have taken his hoodie. So what do we think about same set? I mean, it's like... a. Oh, from yeah, a comedy background, right? Like the right. obviously, from for the most part, comedians have you know uh, an act, right? Yeah, like an you, act that you're working you on. You work up an act, and, and like you, you tend to, as far as I, you know, I've seen the same comedian in two different places, and it was word for word the same mm-hmm. thing. And that you know that's fair, right? Like putting together a full like you know 50, 60 minute comedy right. uh, stand up routine is ridiculous, and like you, you can't just sort of mix it up, but. I it always disappoints me when I sort of see I'll occasionally being a nerd uh, I'll go mm-hmm. onto a band's website and like look at the set list of the shows they've been right. playing and it kind of saddens me when I see that like they've maybe shifted one song around right because I feel like as a musician you are probably not all that engaged with the specific show you're playing right. if you're just running through exactly the same set every time but I don't know what are your thoughts like hmm so you would hate the waiting present. Oh yeah, because well, well, here's the thing. I mean, like the wedding present right now, as it stands, is just David Gedge. Mm. That's all it is. And so he is bringing in new musicians, putting out the ads, telling them, "Okay, this is the set list I've designed. Learn these songs." Right. This is why he does not deviate. There are no encores. Never have been. Ah. But Mm -hmm. you know, and it's just it goes back to his early days of like there were never any encores. Right. Uh, But it's now even it's it's more out of a mother of necessity. Mm. Right now, because there's no way that he could get these guys that are touring with him to know. Right. It was like play, play that, uh, uh, play the uh, the B side, the B side. You mean song two in the set list? Song two. <laughs> uh, yeah. Play corduroy. I beg your pardon. Is, <laughs> I can't I, play a fabric. Is that in D? <laughs> David, help! Help me, David. I don't think I don't That's think it. the 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 repetitive set list is. I don't know. I mean, it's it, not too think, bad. It's but like, would you would you confine it to a tour? Like, if you said like, if you went on three different like, because you know you'll see it on blogs and stuff like that when people follow bands and yeah. they follow them around, they go, oh fuck, they did this and they did that. Like they change. Like you, you follow the bands, they're going to change it up. Yeah. and they will blog instantly. They ask the same set list. Whatever. Sure. Da, da, da. Um, would you would you tie that to a tour? Like, would you guys like? Let's say you had. Let's say for example, you're on your third album tour. Yeah. Okay. So you've got published out there. People will recognize, let's say between thirty, let's say forty songs in total. Sure, I love this dream. Okay, yeah, yeah, seriously. So let's say, okay, okay, what are we wearing? Let's say you got forty. Dude, I would definitely get new shoes right away. Awesome. Okay, I'm wearing a pantsuit. Uh, It's kind of Elvisy. Yeah, yeah. I am two pairs of pants. Why? You'll know when it happens. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Facial tattoos. I'm gonna get facial tattoos. Tears, little Wayne. Uh, I think it's a little too obvious. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go like crazy and get like. 
a chess piece or something awesome. really obscure, awesome. you know, something awesome. strange. Chess piece right on my cheek. And I am going to get clown makeup permanently applied to my face. Ah, oh, now you're talking. We are going to be on a lot of drugs. I That's pumice. That's pumice. I am disappointed that no one took the unicorn rainbow route for the tattoo. Well, yeah, but you just her? did. I yeah. think you just did. I, our, uh, our resident blogger, Todd Van Allen, okay. and his crazy <laughs> unicorn tattoo. I can't believe He's I have it on my fucking porn head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, we did make you do it uh, yeah. when you were past him. So, Jason Lawrence will no longer book me at Absolute now because I got a fucking unicorn on my forehead. <laughs> I think that would get you way more. It's big. funny. It's Think hilarious. about it. It would get me bottles thrown at me in Burlington. Mm, almost certainly. So, hey, fancy boy. I <laughs> say that to anyone wearing jeans that, that don't is, have stains. That is, that is true. That is true. Yeah. Hey, fancy uh, boy. I tend to stain my jeans as soon as I get into Burlington. Just to be safe. You'll know when it happens. <laughs> so. Uh, Okay, so you've got forty. So you have forty songs at your at your beckoning, and so you're going to do like say off the first album. Let's say you had three strong, solid mm-hmm. hits. Uh, first and third releases came out. The second one was was decent. The second album, you've got two strong ones. A sophomoric effort. So you've got mm-hmm. like two. One was kind of you know made it up like top five. The other ones you know kind of mid range. Yeah. And everyone's kind of going. Ah, the rest of the album's okay. You wait for the third, and the third blows everyone away. Like you're touring this, no one's heard it. You know, in your back pocket, you're staring down the barrel of like five, six solid songs. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when you put together your set list for that night you want to pepper out like all the new stuff and you're just like okay and you're going to throw in probably like how would you script it together do you have that first big hit that made you do you throw that at the Ooh, end yeah, before the encore like how do you mm-hmm. like how I, do you guys there's certain how you guys there's certain for sure like and and I've been in bands where we where we have done tours and stuff like that there's certain songs that go well into each other mm-hmm. like there's certain mm-hmm. jokes I imagine that that go well into each other so not with mine. You try. <laughs> Not a one. Just Not stinker to stinker to stinker. Yeah. If, uh, oh, that one stuck. If I could personify every one of my jokes, they would all be standing in different corners of the room. I would have to actually, I would actually have to make a hexagonal room for it's a twelve a, joke set. It was it's just a yeah. Googleagonal room. Google it's, it's like there, a dodecahedron of, of some sort, and it would just yeah. They it's like a high school. They dance spit in each other's drinks. Wrong. My jokes. Ooh. So. Wow. They wow. do not like each other. Mm. So okay, so you've got. Well, I don't know. I, I just think that like certain songs do go good together, and and you, you when you're doing like a set, you you want to do you know the arc, the curve maybe, mm. just like the comedy routine. Uh, you want to like peak it and peak value it, yeah, and, yeah, uh, absolutely. And I don't know, like would, would would we do a different set? I mean, like sometimes when you're when you when you do these tours, um, you know, the repetition sometimes. I don't know. I mean, you could you could maybe just feel like you're showing up to work and just want to go through without thinking. Maybe. I oh, absolutely. I, I think that happens, and I, I, yeah. I mean, I understand that. Like, you know, we saw a block party on uh, Toronto Island, uh, I guess, uh, last summer. I think. Or, yeah. 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 Uh, not. I mean, we saw them this summer as well. But but they put on a great show, uh, mm-hmm. and I did the same thing. I checked up on their set list, and the next show they played, they played exactly the same set. Right. And like, I could, you could sort of see that they were. You know, all of their banter was clearly a bit sort of prepackaged. Like they knew what to say at what moment to sort of get the crowd moving, um, and it worked so well. Like, so if, if that's the case, so I'm, I'm 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 posing the question. I'm not saying that it's wrong to do that. I'm saying like, you know, it it can become very. I think for certain bands, it can become very workmanlike and very dull for them and that, thus for their audience. I think other bands are very capable of like breathing life into that same set again and again. Um, Foo Fighters. Sure, sure. You know, and for us, like I, I would like to... 
think that you know. <laughs> I of, love the bitter and the vitriol that came out with that you saying bitter. that. That wasn't bitter. It just it sounded like Foo Fighters. No, I'm, I was I was being genuine. They okay. Would, I am. They. I think that they would even if they had a, the same set list every night. I think they would destroy it every night because that's who they are. Right. Yeah, they're absolutely. that good. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm the other to get back to Radiohead because they keep coming up like. Uh, you know, for this tour, in the past, they sort of had a real problem. They, they clearly hate playing Creep, for instance, which they yeah. tend not to do, which is fine, you know, mm-hmm. like, fair enough. That's And to be to be honest, out of the, the vast uh, like catalog of songs that they've got, do you, need do you really need no. to hear that? In fact, there's nothing off of Pablo Honey that no, you really no, need no, to hear. No, it's really, it's no. not a Radiohead album, really. But, like, uh, <clears throat> the side note, I, I downloaded all of the early demos, like pre-Radiohead demos, yeah, and yeah. I was like, I was so excited, because, you know, I knew they were out there, I'd never actually heard them, downloaded them, they are the worst music oh. I have ever heard in my life, and that makes me so happy, Yeah, because I feel, you know, occasionally I'll write a terrible song, yeah. Radiohead wrote worse songs, Oh yeah, <laughs> and now they're Radiohead, yeah. anyway, but, you know, they, uh, for this tour, uh, I think in Rainbows in general has just been a period where they're, like, really very aware of uh, their fans making their fans happy and they just want to like do everything they can to you know give the people what they want that's true they learned wow like almost their entire back catalog Mm -hmm. Uh, you know with the exception I guess of most of Pablo Honey but which you'd hope yeah, as a well, true fan, you just go, oh, please forget yeah, that. Yeah, well, they're not, you know. Use that energy wise. They have forgotten. And they always, yeah. they're, they're very wise. If you, if you listen to that album, and, and tell me if you if you think this, because I, I own pretty much every one of them. I lost my copy of Pablo Honey, and I have no desire to go get it again. I and the, did the same. And the reason <laughs> I don't, and the reason I don't is because I listen to that, and you can see that that's, like, that's an album where they were on a precipice. Yeah. Like, at the end of that, you listen to it, and you go, huh. There is a fork in the road right now, mm-hmm. and they go one way. Yep. it's going to be the Benz. Yeah, you go the next way. It's Matchbox Twenty. <laughs> like it just I sounds. Say, I was going to say Bush X. It sounds like that. Yeah, it just it sounds like something that like fuck. It's going to be commercial, and I'm so glad they went left. Oh, absolutely. That was the, that was the fork I took. Well, it could be the right one. It could be the I don't know. Thank whatever. God for misery. I mean, the first uh, <clears throat> Planet Telex, the first uh, song on the Benz. Right. They were already so miserable by the time they were recording that. Like their second album, their first real album was mm-hmm. Man. That uh, Tom York recorded the vocals for that song from the floor, drunk. Right. Yeah. He he was. That's just, the way forward. Yeah. I think yeah. We should absolutely. Start pursuing this I, harder. This alcoholism. Right. I'm not that happy. Um, I'm a fairly miserable guy. I think I could really like ramp that really? up. Oh, just down it. Yeah. Down it even more, man. Are you Are you kidding me? Are you? I uh, uh, every morning I wake up and hold a blade to my throat. Yeah. And, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I just and I just I go shaving. one and then I finish shaving yeah. and then that's yeah. <laughs> It's a good way to live. It's I, a good way to live. I, I, I bring out, I make my smoothie in the morning with nice. some uh, blueberries and yeah. some mango. Yeah. And I always bring the Jabex out onto the mm-hmm. counter, stare at it, and go, maybe today's Maybe the day. today. Maybe today. Maybe today. There's a the fork day. in this road, too. Yes. Um, which exactly. Way am I going? You know what? We're going to go Radiohead. Yeah, We're going to go Planetelli. I'm just going to well, clean this we'll in instead of my throat. Yeah, <laughs> that's go. it. Um, <laughs> I'm glad that we've gotten so modeling so quickly. Yeah, well, yeah. And, and very personal. Yeah. yeah. Definitely right in. But I, I'm with you on the on the like uh, the Benz album was just so because I was I was just I had just moved to Toronto. I don't, I don't think I'd been here a year. Hmm. And the first time I heard it was on CFNY back when they were good. And <laughs> really uh, remember, that. Remember, remember, remember when remember Ellen Cross did music? Like when he did yeah. DJ. Ah, yeah. Was that was fantastic. I no, love we his history of new music. Oh, oh still come on. Like, Are you kidding? Get the guy yeah. back behind. Right. You know what? Force 
tie him, chain him to the radiator, right. yeah. make him just do all the programming. Right. And then uh, the using the same sort of handcuffs, mm -hmm. uh, put the entire uh, cast and crew of the Dean Bundell show on, uh, attach them to like a U-Haul bound for somewhere not here. Sure. And with the radiator. With the radiator. Yes, absolutely. Um, but no, like, like the, the first time I heard, they said, uh, folks, you have to listen to this. Like, that's how hmm. they intro this. Amazing. It's like, because it's the new radio head. You're thinking, okay, creep. Right, you know, right, that was okay. Yeah. Anyone can play guitar. Yeah. yeah fine. Fine. Enough. Nothing wrong with it. First song they played, Fake Plastic Trees. I'm like, what oh, sweet Jesus. I Did the world just threw, change? Threw on my coat mm -hmm. on my way to work, because I heard it first thing in the morning. Stopped uh, at HMV, bought the thing, raced home that next night. First song I hear is Planet Telex. Oh. It's... Uh, it did change. It's unbelievable. Me. I think it really did. I think that it, right. like pre the bends, post the bends. Right. Like I don't know. Every I feel like it, we're basically uh, living uh, musically in a time when Shakespeare is writing his plays. Essentially, it's the equivalent. Yeah. You know, like you 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 can't really compare yourself to Radiohead. I think some bands sort of get compared to Radiohead, and it's Who? ridiculous. Name well, one. People when oh, Coldplay and Travis and all those yeah. people came out, right? Like I know it's yeah, ridiculous, know. but like yeah, that was the only touchstone that people had. They're like, I was oh, see like, how angry I got right there. Who's yeah. the fuck yeah. doing hey, that? Hey, wow! You don't say that. Yeah. You don't say that in JP's house. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the Smiths. <laughs> <laughs> that is the only point of reference the only point for badness reference. we have. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Which is a shame because I really like them. But um, oh, poor the uh, shotgun song goo. Yeah. I believe is how the Italians say it. Mm -hmm. You can correct me. I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about. To uh, just thinking about the, the the whole setlist thing, like when you're when you're talking about like like uh, bands that put things together and just like make that flow go. Um, when I saw Arcade Fire play Massey Hall, mm. ooh, exactly. I mean, like it, it was that setlist. Like they had the entire. Band on stage, like all twenty-eight fucking members or whoever it is, they had a fucking pipe <laughs> organ up must there. Be shitty. They are dumb. <laughs> yeah. Just like really dumb. Mm. Uh, Finally, five cents. <laughs> oh my god, this is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. My record a quarter of a Someone got to shiny Nika. Hello. Um, it's it's so good. Like when the like a third of the way through, it was uh, keep the car running. Oh wow! And it was just you couldn't get better than it. Yeah. It was just, yeah. and the only reason yeah. I got there is because the um, it was a sold out show. A friend of mine couldn't make it because she was away on business. So when that song played, I actually called her on her cell phone and held it up nice. so she could hear. Keep that's buddies. Nice. Yeah. I did the same thing with my brother. He didn't know that was uh, that was me doing it. It was during the the wedding present show. All oh, right. And uh, Blue Eyes came on. It's like, oh, it's a song we both used to like, and I kind of held it up and recorded it to him. And uh, he and his <laughs> wife had no idea what that was. That's all they heard. It's like this wall of noise. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, the iPhone speakers aren't as good as you think. Mm. Is what I'm saying there. Um, Mr. Jobs, over to you. Uh, let me ask you this. Okay, so let's let's kind of go back. We've touched on uh, kind of a while back um, how Dust Pumas kind of came out, and that's a very organic way to get a name together. And I think it's yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's really cool. Obviously, you're going to stick with it. Yes, hell yeah. I think it's I think it's a, I think it's a great name. What what do you think of current bands that you've seen out there or have long since gone or whatever? Best band names and worst band names. Ooh, Ooh good. That's a good great question. question. Well done, sir. Oh. We'll make, we'll, we will make this one the last one because we're yeah, going, yeah. On, we're going we're on an hour. Like eight, we'll go on. Hour ten. And mm -hmm. God. Mm -hmm. um, Shelly, are you still with us? Uh, she left out of a date rape. That's. Oh, are you kidding me? Man. Actually, you know what? Maybe not because she and I both worked with Jeff Wells. Wow, that's probably so not. is he like some sort of day rape? Day rape? No, he's not a day rape guy. Just like the stuff that comes out of his mouth, you go, really? You're a CTO. Really special, yeah. It's yeah. Yep. Picture David Brent with a ponytail. Boom! Oh. I said it. Bam! Wow. 
Very funny go, man. Very mm. funny man. Very funny man is very cool. But, nice um, backpedaling. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because now I have to tag him in the notes. Uh, you see, that's okay. it. Right. I'm, I'm going to try, I'm gonna try and try <laughs> tag him in the notes. <laughs> and then after that, I'm going <laughs> on Facebook right. with right. a picture. Awesome. <laughs> there it is. Bang uh-huh. on him. Uh, um, good, ba- good band. Good band uh, names. Good bad band. Good names. Tokyo Police Club. Absolutely. Very Fantastic cool. name. I'm going to put, I think, I've thought a lot about this. Probably my favorite band name of all time, The Strokes. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. That's a great Yes, one. and it's because of the massive number of meanings that can be taken out of The Strokes mm-hmm. and the incredible coolness of all of them, right? Yeah. Like, it's like a slash, you know, the, right. a stroke. A stroke. Uh, obviously, there's like the masturbating mm-hmm. element. Um, the Strokes, like, uh, obviously, the... Of genius, perhaps. The Stroke of Genius. Stroke of Genius. The, uh, this, the actual, like, horrible uh, neurological thing that happens yeah. that's no good but you know it's kind of rock and roll uh i, I just think it's such a I, I wait a second a stroke is rock and roll yes how how exactly is like having a stroke rock and roll we'll talk maybe about a heart later. attack we'll talk about this later <laughs> sorry sorry uh, yeah but no i mean I'm, I'm really generally not a fan of band names beginning with the like the, right the followed by a pluralized noun mm-hmm. um i think post the strokes i mean i guess the white stripes came out around the same time pretty good band name uh i don't think other people should be trying it because uh there are very few that are really going to hit and they all as soon as you name your band something like that you're sort of consigning right. yourself to the 2001 uh, bargain bin right um but yeah i think the strokes is like such a clever name that is and a clever name. i wish they didn't start to suck yeah blonde redhead great blonde name. redhead great name so sexy somehow yeah, yeah. Uh, and a bit of an anachronism. Mm. Bit of a uh, bit of a what do they call that? There, no, not conundrum. What do they call that? It's a it's an oxymoron. Kind of a blonde redhead. That's the word I was looking I for. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I like the band too. As a yeah. as a band name, the band, it's the, the band, very yeah. simple. The band, yeah, you can't very go wrong. Simple. Whereas the music, uh, oh fuck god, you. fuck yeah. you. Yeah. The music should. Die. So the music is probably like that's one of my that's the worst one. one of the worst yeah, band names ever. Right. right? Yeah. Uh, also ungoogleable. So, yeah, you know, what are you fucking doing? Uh, they, Arcade, deser- Arcade. they deserve to be un- ungoogleable. Yeah. Arcade, Arcade Fire, Fire, I think, is a great it's name. It's a great name. And, and, you know, it's got the whole sort of hometown resonance because there was a fire in an arcade in Montreal, right? Yeah. It's kind of. That's brilliant. Uh, and it's just uh, it's such an evocative name. The Arcade I like, Fire. I like Metric. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. Metric is like great. a wicked Canadian band. Yeah. And yeah. I love the band, too. Yeah, yeah. me too. Uh, it's always Emily Haynes. Though, like if, they, if you ever hear this, Emily Haynes, I love you. I love um, you. I love you. I, Creepy. I'm stalking you. She is I, a I huge almost listener. Love you, more. you Big would not time? believe it. Oh, really? perfect. She, Emily, well, okay. Emily, I'm sorry she, about all the date rape. She, she was. I have a colada for no. you, Emily. Oh, good lord. She was until the seventh Dave Patterson episode, and then she just emailed in for some reason and said, fuck you. I think took issue with like Dave's drinking pants. I think it was okay. the big problem. Well, let's hope she so comes around. It happens. Um, uh, you know, the, there's a local duo that are on Solvent City Records, I believe. Solvent and Lowfish. I like the band name Solvent. I think it's really mm-hmm. good. I don't like Lowfish. No, Lowfish. I don't like Well, Lowfish. you know what? I think anything that runs like Hootie, the music. Anything that runs with Hootie and the Blowfish, which Ooh. that does technically, uh, needs to be wiped off the record. Agreed. Hootie and the Blowfish existed. They were yeah, really, I, know. I know we like to pretend. It's a joking name, and I don't think joking names like... What, you mean like Hoobastank? 
Like Hoobastank. Hoobastank is oh, the number worst one. No, 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 no. no. Okay. That's smoke. Beat Hoobastank. Toe the wet sprocket. Thank you. Uh, right there. Oh, take it. Taken bad. from a shitty, a shitty throwaway line from a Monty Python album. Is oh, it really? Yeah. Okay. Yes. They were great by the way. Eric Idle yeah. plays this like DJ Toe who's going off on these like really weird cool. band names and right. he just throws out Toe the Wet Sprocket and these guys who couldn't, if you listen to their lyrics, they're not original. Right. They haven't got original thought in their bodies. Like, eh, let's just steal that. All right. I mean, okay. Toad the Wet Sprocket is a terrible band name, and it clearly uh-huh. hurt their prospects as a band eventually. Uh, however, Hoobastank is named after the sound that the bandmates made when somebody farted. That's weak. Right. Yeah. I, like, it's I'm fine sorry. you have your inside like... joke, but Hoobastank? Yeah. And then, okay, if you're going to call yourself Hoobastank, you better be fucking clever. No. Uh, not so much. They no. are the worst band I have ever heard outside of Creed by far. They are unlistenable. Yes, they. I I will throw things at speakers if they come on in like a restaurant. I I can't stand Hoobastank. Not wow. not a very contentious position. I feel like I'm. Okay, not so really uh, for those of you keeping track at home, that's there. vote one against mm-hmm. Hoobastank. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right, JP. Um, I have one. I had one. one. I have one. I lost it. I'm sorry. Uh, pass. Pass at the Pass. moment. It's going to come back to me. Okay. It's going to come back to me. What about you, Mr. Van? Uh, I, I was the West Brocket, I was on Toad the West Brocket. That was I thought one of the one of the good band names mm. uh, was Nitzareb when I was oh. growing up. I thought they were really that was a nice name. Okay. I don't cool. know. Um, it sounds gothy. Yeah. Kind of kind of industrial or like yeah, industrial gothy yeah. that sort of thing. Uh, Front two four two. Yeah. Same yeah, sort of thing. Gonna... I mean, but then that got into the whole thing of like all you need to do like to become an industrial act was have the word front or some numbers mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. You know, lead singer of Front two four two Richard Ventois. Got it. Okay, we understand. You right. got numbers. You're German. Go. Yeah. Yeah. Do that. So it got tiring after a while. Yeah. Um, I okay. They were. They still are to this day. And growing up, they were just so in my record collection in my consciousness. Debo, I always thought it was a great name. That yeah. is a good name. Yeah, I like Debo. Debo. I think it, it suits the band. Too. It makes it makes you ask a lot of questions. Right, exactly. You know? and that's, that's the great. Like, I find uh, I have a problem with a lot of band names uh, that have a specific referent in the real world. You know, it's really you. You have to work pretty hard to escape from that. So right. if you're like famous, <laughs> exactly, and you've issued that right. Um, so you know if you're if you do pick a name like that you know mm-hmm. whether it's if it's a pun you're fucked like there's there's no way if your name is a pun you're never going to last because people will get very annoyed by album three that the pun is still the same pun right um bladders exploded oh, alrighty and we've lost JP to the noise of flushing you may be able to hear it listen close <coughs> we'll, we'll... this is riveting stuff what is JP going to do in the toilet? <laughs> that's the sound of burning. That's right. So... That's right. <laughs> Ow! Oh, it's always like this. Yes. Why did I go to Taipei? Oh, good lord. Such attractive little boy women. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... No, I'm I'm with you on the pun. Yeah, I, I have I mean, never been a big fan of the pun names. No, I like it was like uh, what was it like Big Dick and the Foreskins? That was the original name of the Simple Minds. Really, I think it was something like that. It was really? some? It was something like Big Dick. Mm. It, it, it was definitely, yeah. but definitely, and the Foreskins. Right, right. Where the, Which like, is uh, so dumb. Yeah, it is, and I mean, again, like Radiohead, t- that name has so much resonance now. It's still a stupid name. Like I, I think personally, it's uh, when you remove it from it. If somebody came to me today and Radiohead didn't exist, and they said, "Hey, I'm starting a band, and we're called Radiohead," right? I'd be like, "Really? 
Could is you that not what you're come doing? up with anything else? Like, are mm-hmm. you trying to get on the radio? Is that is that the idea? The radio. I see. All that wireless mm-hmm. air. They were. Uh, air, I think yeah. Their name suits the music they make. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Air. Fair air. Uh, I'm trying to think of other terrible band names, but. No, I'm All stuck right. on Creed, but that's okay. just a terrible no. band. Okay, but that is a, that is a horrible Let's, name, horrible band. Yes. And we should never, ever think Let's not talk much. about them again. No. Let us enough. not. Oh, 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 I see what you're doing. Sorry. There we go. This this is, there it, we go. Pull it. <clears throat> uh, for those of you who are uh, listening Thanks, at home sir. or wherever you happen to be listening to this, it was actually just twisting off the top of a bottle and mm. I was holding it. So, mm. Um, mm. so I think uh, on that, it is that, that's a good place to uh, kind of wrap up. So once again, we'll plug the show. Well, first of all, where do you have a web presence? Because here, uh, if if I may say, because we haven't done this yet, if you want to uh, find out more about uh, these guys, you can come through our website, mm. uh, which is feedback at heystva.com. What's the phone the, number? Oh, if you got a phone? Well, I happen to have a phone. Yeah. You have can I cord- call in and leave messages or anything? Cord or cordless. We actually <laughs> offer both services. That is stellar. On, uh, and you would want a good long distance package because it's an area code 20602. 8065. That's how you can get a hold what, of us. What number is that? So it's uh, 206-202-8065. You know what? I have Skype. I'll just use Skype and call I it I think you Skype. should. Oh, on the interweb. That's how I do. That is still doing it. For those long numbers, 206-202-8065. 8065. We are interweb friendly. Our website doesn't actually have many uh, real recordings, and that's because we haven't been a band long enough to... Really make them. Most of them are. are it makes are, people go out and see you. Uh, yeah. Although, but, there, but you know there what? Is, there are recordings on there. They're just mostly. Uh, I also want to thank you for for bigging up. You you uh, asked to put a Dust Puma song on the end of one of, one of the podcasts, um, and you and it was Gray Life. Gray Life, mm-hmm. and we had been trying to get Gray Life recorded or just figuring out Into how to set. play it because it's. Right. It's, Which is such a good song. It's well, a thanks, great yeah. song. That's Malcolm. Malcolm is yeah. genius. And it just, it sounds like, like when you come in with the lyrics that mm. you do and just the way your voice is, like, mm. you like you can tell you guys like Radiohead. Oh, yeah. Like, I just, nice. like, as soon as I heard that, it's just like, it's got that, he's going to bit David York now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's going to bit David York. You mean Tom, or, uh, you Tom mean York, Tom. David. Who the fuck is David, David York? York? I am David York. Todd's an Tom idiot. York's other brother. That's it. That's uh, David York. You know his insurance. I'm revealing it here. Yeah. I'm Tom York's brother. <laughs> He's the bass player in, in uh, Scrantonicity. That's, <laughs> that's who David wow. York is. Well, but when you played that, I came into the rehearsal and I was like, "Listen, they we, played this. We have we to learn this." Set. It's true. So we are going to play that one for you oh, on Saturday. Um, and if I may say, it kicks ass. Yeah, it does I kick ass. Wait. And if I may say, uh, we're also playing it for my friend Bev because it's her birthday and she requested it the first Very time. Very nice. Ooh, so sorry, I'm, Bev as well. I am sorry. I didn't oh, get yeah. the Bev memo. Uh, that but, it's uh, gonna basically we're gonna dedicate that to everybody in yes, the world. Awesome. Everyone. Yes. That is so good. All mm. at once. So, so yeah. oh, we're we're on uh, our MySpace is obviously the MySpace with the slash the stroke if you will. Uh, <laughs> das Pumas. That's D A S P I. U-M-A-S. That's Pumas. And if you want to say that to your friends, please say, Das Pumas! Das Pumas! There is an exclamation mark when you say it, not when you type it on the web. We thought Indeed. about it. We Indeed. thought about it. No, it's implied. It's, it's implied. implied. It's and, implied. you know, people will learn. But uh, yes. also, if you'd like to check out the uh, the other band that we're playing with, Thrill Harmonic, uh, same deal, myspace.com slash thrillharmonic, T-H-R-I-L-L-H-A-R-M-O-N-I-C, as you would expect. Correct. Yes. Very nice. 
Thank you very much. Uh, Thank you so much. No, it was uh, it was my pleasure. Thank you for uh, hosting us here at your place, JP. That's been my and thank you very pleasure. much for the beer. Uh, by the way, uh, this uh, portion of the podcast brought to you by Sleeman Number Twenty, the twentieth anniversary uh, India Pale Ale. Uh, big cheers for all that. Mm. So uh, yes, um, it will take me being snowed into Thunder Bay, not making that show on wow. Saturday. Just so you guys know, I am so glad you called me so we can make this happen and get this out for Tuesday. Hopefully, our uh, four listeners will come out and actually <laughs> come out and do this. And uh, this All is this four. is fantastic. And I would love to have you guys back. Um, do you guys have a song out there that we can uh, close off the show with that you would like us to? We don't. Really? Do we? I mean, um, we could we could play one. I mean, we, 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 but I don't think we have anything that's not on our um, MySpace. Let's see. I mean, yeah, none of those versions. Do you have really one that you want to pimp? You know, one Ooh, that you want to I like the. I like the. I mean, I like the intro song. Yeah, or, you know what? Nikolai, can, can what we, about lines? What about lines? Lines, sure. Yes. Lines, lines. Actually, you know what? I love lines. Yeah. Lines okay. is a great lines song. Are next, yes. Okay. Lines are next. Our, lines our biggest. are next. So uh, quick, uh, quick question. How did that song come to be? What's the meaning behind it? The lines are next. Well, this is actually uh, probably our oldest song as uh, as Pumas. I uh, I came up with the the riff by myself, and right. sort of we started playing that pretty much every time that we got together to play. Whoever our drummer was, uh, it has grown through many versions. Um, in terms of the actual lyrics, uh, it's it's about uh, a fairly fraught relationship with a friend of ours uh, mm-hmm. that. Uh, just went through some pretty serious changes and and uh, involved him kind of leaving us in the lurch for a while. Uh, and it's very bizarre because, you know, he's obviously heard this song and uh, mm-hmm. knows it's about him. Uh, and it's a little... It's a little <laughs> I, I think, I think the, the telling point in that song actually is when you say in the chorus, this is about you, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's, I, I don't mean to be so literal, yeah. but it is about Steve. I, I figured so, it meant a Steve, yeah, or like no. maybe the Steve in all of us. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's how I took it. I yeah, but when he says Steve yeah. take a fucking hint in the yeah. Yeah. chorus, right. yeah. Mm, yeah. you really feel like that's And in the third verse yeah. when you say, that's you, Steve, who lives on Baldwin, mm-hmm. that's, mm-hmm. you know, with the mangy cat yeah, and the yeah. guy who owes us 40 bucks, yeah. that's, yes, that's Steve. Let's sort it out. Yeah. No, but I'm glad that you made it rhyme. That was really good. So... I I made it rhyme. Yes. yes. It's you know that was hard work. And it was a hard craft. And thank um, you for your sympathy. Uh, yeah. Sympathy so things, yeah. we are going to close with lions are next, or as I just know it, lions. Lions is good. I just love calling it lions. Um, my favorite songs by you actually have animal themes. I've noticed, like on yes. that set list, it's like Wolves all your animal theme songs yeah. are just like it's a big zoo. Wolves of distrust. Yeah. Wolves yeah. of distrust is a great one, song. I am working on a song Guys, called uh, Five uh, Tigers. So listeners, you folks have to come down. To Sneakies. I think I think Saturday. I am willing to put this out there. If you come down and say I heard you on the TVA podcast, I will let you in for free. Mm-hmm. There Definitely. It is. What is the cover? Five bucks. You five will say five bucks, but not five for bucks. you people. No, not no. for you. Come in and say you were on the TVA podcast. You heard us on the TVA podcast. We will guest just list you instantly. I would like to announce briefly. Also, the first sixty people who show up to our show, whether they're paying cover or not. Get a free Mars bar. I'm not even lying. Fantastic. I will do this. I will do this. I know about that. I know, I know. I'm just, I'm springing it on YouTube. (laughs) I will sweeten the pot further. Anyone who shows up and says, by the way, hey, I heard this on the TBA podcast, not only will you get in, if you happen to be one of the first hundred, you will also get a free Mars bar. You will also get a free drink from me. Wow. You will get a free wow. beer. As a listener of the TVA podcast, this is how I'm going to pay that forward. How do you, you like that? You would be foolish not how to come to this show. How do you like it's that? That's what I'm going to do it. That's so, a good man right there. Ladies and gentlemen, JP, Malcolm, here's the final cheers of cheers. the show. 
Thank you. Please very say much. goodbye to the old folks. See you later, guys. Good talk. This is Tom and Alan saying doodles. 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 you can't say, stuns you and shuns you and under the gun of the past days, you'll fire on us for the bad days, I love you as times in the stand, this is not the man is, I'm tired by the stand